shit. Is the button pressed? Did somebody press the button? Oh, we pressed it? Okay. Hello, and man, it is good to welcome you back to the NTPOS podcast. The softest P that I've ever heard, mm. especially in 2017. Mm. Welcome to episode five, New Year, same old shit self. It's the truth. My name is Sean Michaels Evanson. Sitting here, feels good to sit here yet again with Christopher the Gobbler Feldman. Yes, it's us again, reunited. Feels pretty damn good. It's been a long time since we've been able to record again. Yeah, it's, you know, a mid lot of stuff happened. Mid-December. <laughs> uh, holiday break. We could we could come up with a number of excuses. Down, holiday break. I broke my foot. Down with the sickness. I got, that, I got real sick. We re- relapsed several it, times. I think everybody in New York got sick. Yeah. Shitting uh, and vomiting simultaneously. You, your wife ended up in the hospital. My mother ended up yep. in the hospital yeah. from all these illnesses. Not related, though. Uh, his mo- mother was sick. I, my wife fell down the stairs a couple times. Yeah, a few, few like three or four, like three or four times. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. She's just clumsy. She's, She's just so clumsy. clumsy around the house. She doesn't pay attention when you know. So clumsy. Deanna, turn the light on. <laughs> Oh, down she, she goes, goes again. I can't believe it. You're just supposed to flick a switch and you fell down the stairs. Listen, we can't talk about this anymore. This is on record. That's true. Um, so, yeah, and then I got sick. I got healthy and then I relapsed and got twice as sick the second time around. Drug addict. I think like this week was the first time I have felt healthy in well over a month, which is brutal. And I, <laughs> I still have a bit of a cough. <clears throat> um which is always, you know, fun to deal with. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot that's happened since we last got a chance to record. Beat writer Anthony Tuan Paolo, still NTPOS champion, based off of what wrestling pay-per-views have we... The last pay-per-view was what, Roadblock? Roadblock. He, wanted, he won the belt on the, the pay-per-view before that, and then I think he... Survivor Series. He maintained... Or he, yeah, he retained it at uh, Roadblock. TLC. Was it TLC? I can't fucking remember. I don't know. Wrestling so hasn't been many. too good lately. Unfortunately, but uh, it's been all right. It looks right. like it's going to start getting better. Yeah, it's hopefully. on. It's on the up and up again. Where I think they got lazy towards the end of 2016, which is fine. I guess yeah, whatever. people are getting tired. It is the holidays. We got lazy. We got sick. We got run down. We got depressed. Yeah, um, we got the Royal Rumble coming up this Sunday, not tomorrow, but I it think is the, the following week. Following right? Sunday, okay. I'm pretty sure is the Rumble. Um, which I don't think we're going to really get into too much wrestling here today. Uh, we'll save that for next week. We'll try to save that for next week more, and we'll discuss you know, the Royal Rumble predictions. We'll have Tuan's belt on the line again. Um, I, I, do, I will say this. I don't want to elaborate into it too much, but I will say, as far as wrestling is concerned, this Royal Rumble... Royal Rumble, I am super excited for mm. because there's so many names going into it, and it's, I'm it's not, not sure very predictable. Yeah. who's gonna actually win it. When you got like Cena trying to make the big comeback mm. for Mania, and you got Taker in there as well, so is the dream match Cena and Taker? Is Goldberg and Brock? You know, AJ Styles is Finn Balor gonna return? Because the Royal Rumble is always used for returning wrestlers you know anybody coming off of injury we witnessed john cena's return at the garden live in person live in person we were devastated by it pissed yeah. off it but 2009 yeah um Something like i that. think so yeah. that sounds about right to me um but this rumble i'm i'm really excited for yeah, it should be good 
I, I always enjoy the Rumble anyway. Sometimes it's a little bit of a disappointment, but it's my favorite pay-per-view. Yeah, uh, it's your favorite pay-per-view? Yeah, I just I like the idea of 30 guys just beating the shit yeah. out of each other. And Austin has the most wins. It's so. your favorite pay-per-view when, when Rey Mysterio is not running away for the entire hour. That he, Hanging onto the bottom rope for 63 minutes. Just running turnbuckle to turnbuckle. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get into wrestling a little bit. We're going to try to come out. We'll get another episode out. Loki shouting. You press the button. That's what he's saying. You press the button this time. Better not be wasting time. Uh, we'll come back with an episode uh, sometime. Don't rip the cords down, Doge. Uh, we'll come back with an episode later this week, giving our predictions sometime before the Rumble on Sunday. Uh, so, yeah. That's wrestling. Ended kind of shitty. Like the rest of 2016 ended shitty. Uh, <laughs> probably the only thing that was, we could be happy about. There's, probably, there's two things I think I was super happy about. And one of them was technically the start of 2017. Um, the one that was in 2016, Star Wars Rogue One. Yes. We never got our chance to review it and talk about it. Oh, we've talked about it together but not with microphones and the button pressed yes the button pressed the is button a, is was very not important the button being pressed if the button's not very pressed important. there's a problem with the show and it's because there won't be a show if the button's if the, not if fucking button's not pressed. pressed we're just basically sitting here talking to each other with microphones in front of our faces which hey you know sometimes you got to do that the button pressed button's it's pressed. pressed okay uh so yeah it was like we got Star Wars Rogue One, immediately got sick. But you know what? I still went to go see it four times in the theater. I saw it three times. And I fucking love it. One thing I will say, and this isn't even like getting into Star Wars, what this adds to Star Wars lore, this movie. Uh, so I saw it with you and a couple friends, your wife. Uh, we saw it on Thursday, like the Thursday 7 p.m. showing, the early release. And then my fiance was working. She's a night nurse, so she was working. She couldn't go Thursday. I took her Friday night to a 4D showing. Like, so I'm not a fan of 3D movies, right? No. But one of the theaters by us has a 4D theater, which is like 3D plus your chair moves. Motion. And there's flashing lights and smoke and smells. I have to admit, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was the dumbest way to see a movie possible. And and part of you knew that, but, you know. I knew it going in. Trying but stuff like, out's never a bad idea. I wanted to give it a shot to be like, okay, let's just see. And Steph was the one who wanted to go see it that way. She's like, hey, it sounds cool. If there's a movie mm. to go see 4D, in 4D, it's Star Wars Rogue One. To try. To yeah. try it out. Because, like, where else are you going to get all those effects coming in, you know, together? Um but it's like the chair rocking, fucking distracting. It, like the flashing lights up in the corner were cheesy and lame. There was one part that I thought was cool about it. And you know in the, the third act of Star Wars, the, all right, Rogue One's been out forever. So if this is a spoiler for you, fuck off. Go see the movie. You know, If you're not a Star Wars fan, then don't see the fucking also movie. Also fuck off. Um, but there's a part where in the third act they're running away from like the AT-ATs. Mm. And uh, the troops are coming after and there's explosions behind them. And there was little, I don't know what it was, like fabric or like leather pieces that fanned out underneath your calves. So when there was an explosion behind the characters on the screen, you felt little things hitting you in the bottom. And it almost felt like a little bit of an explosion. Like, yeah, like sand. Sand and dirt you. and rubble hitting you in the back of the legs. That's kind of cool. That was the one thing I liked about it. Other than that, the smoke was shit. The smells were fucking and dumb. And you have to wear goggles, right? No. 
Well, oh. you wear the 3D glasses. The, 3D ones, the regular yeah. 3D glasses. It's not like Which, full-on so, goggles. So it's like, but that's even worse. It was, do not, I, you can take it from me. I know one of our other friends, Dan, liked the 4D. He said he saw it twice in 4D, and he liked it the second time around. Because he said the first time around, it was distracting. Because you want to see the, what the hell the story is. And it was. And then <clears> the second time around, he saw it in 4D again. He's like, I knew what to expect, so I wasn't as thrown off by the chair. They're like $23 a ticket. They're expensive fucking tickets. And it's not worth it. Because if, if you like to go to the movies for stories, go for a story. Yeah. Don't go to... I don't need a spectacle. Universal you know. fucking ride. They used to have those at Sports Plus when Sports Plus was a thing. Yeah, but like the ones at Sports Plus were intentionally cheesy. It was like yeah. Alien. And, and they were built for that. Like the movies were made for those rides. And so. wasn't it like those movies were what? 10, 15 minutes yeah, long? Yeah, it wasn't long. It wasn't right? a feature length yeah. thing. Yeah. The first couple minutes, it's like, okay. And then after like an hour, you're like, get me the fuck out of this It's chair. just another gimmick. It's another Like 3D, I can't stand it. And it's funny... You mentioned being like, if there's a movie to see and spend that money on, it's a Star Wars movie. <coughs> the first 3D movie I saw was when they released Phantom Menace in 3D. And right. that's when me, you, and uh, Steph and Deanna saw it. That's right. Yeah. We all saw Phantom Menace in 3D. That was our first, well, at least my first 3D experience. I think that in, was like a, my movie second theater. or third. Yeah. Technically, I saw Coraline, I guess, yeah. but there was one thing that jumped out at you. Sure. Whereas, I guess, this whole movie was supposed to be 3D, but it was... Right. It didn't change the movie. Right. No, I mean, yeah, 3D is not for me. I, I prefer a regular 2D image, which even after we got out of Rogue One, the 4D, Steph was like, I have to go see it again because I felt distracted in the chair. She's like, I love, she still came out loving it the first time, but it was like, she, I want to go see it again. So I obviously, don't worry. We're going several times opening Do weekends. Do we have to? Yeah. Jeez. Um, so yeah, I mean, as far as the movie itself, we are way past a point of probably do, being able to do a review because we're, what, six weeks removed yeah, from it? Uh, five, six weeks <clears throat> removed from the movie? But overall, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, and I know you yourself, how well do you think this movie added to Star Wars lore? I think it, it added a lot. Yeah. Especially just because there is a long period of time between episodes three and four. It's 19 years or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, especially this being like a bookend to episode four. It's just perfect. Like it expands the universe a little bit more. You understand. You see a different side of the rebels. Mm -hmm. You see almost even a different side of the Imperials because there's a couple of shots of like stormtroopers, just like not looking like they're into it. Right. Uh, you see some of the descent in the ranks of the higher up guys in right. the Imperial army with uh, Moff Tarkin and Krennic, where Krennic's just trying to get some recognition for the stuff he's doing. Sure. And, and Tarkin's just taking credit for it and taking over. That's just like Tarkin yeah. being a ruthless politician. Yeah. Which that, is like, like what he And I always be. liked the politics in Star Wars. I know that that's a big thing people complained about in the prequels, but like I kind of think it's you know, it makes it a little more intellectual. They didn't do a great job of it in the prequels, but I was bored mm. by the prequel movies, but then when I read the Darth Plagueis book, which your recommendation it should be the canon. whole political scope it, it added to it, and it makes me like the political of side stuff. of those. Yeah, especially movies. like if you watch like the Clone Wars series. Oh yeah, that adds yeah. so much more, like uh, so many more stakes yeah. in those movies because yeah. you understand like, oh, the wow. weight of the Clone Wars. Yeah, and you and you like Anakin and Obi Wan's relationship better. Yeah, like it yes. makes a lot more sense. Yes, I completely agree. Um, but yeah, for this movie again, like. Not to do a full review, I loved it. I think it's my third favorite Star Wars movie out of all of them that have come out. Um, I still stand by that. It's a fan movie. It's a fanboy movie. It's full-on fan service. 
But I don't think you need. I don't think you need it to be a fan to to appreciate the movie. Yeah. Like, I don't think I they think put you stuff can still in there where they would it. be like, why is that there? Yeah. Why is that happening? It was just like little stuff that they did that enhanced the movie if you were a big fan. You don't need to be a Star Wars fan to know what's happening in yeah. this. You can just be along for the ride and just be like, holy shit. Which like, is perfect. This was great. Which is the perfect way to do fan- some fan service. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's other reviewers and people out there who are like really ripping on it for being unoriginal, which going into this... We said this should be the least original Star, Star Wars, Wars movie, movie ever. Easily. Because it's based off the first two paragraphs of the scrolling text in episode four. You go, you want to know what this movie's about? You read that scrolling text, the first two paragraphs. They said, we're making a movie about that. Um, so it should have been the least original. And I think it's one of my favorite, like, it's hard to say original stories. Like, we didn't know anything about Scarif. Hey. You like Star Wars too, Loki? Is that what you're telling us? Yeah? Is that what you're saying right now? It was unoriginal, he screams. It was fan service. It was dumb. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I, I just... I can watch that movie over and over again. And what I wanted to ask you, since you brought up Tarkin, Peter Cushing, who played Grand Moff Tarkin, General Tarkin, mm. died in 1994. The actor died in 1994. And yet... Here he is reanimated in Star Wars Rogue One as a digital character. Not a fully digital character. There was an actor who like mimed him, but they gave him Peter Cushing's full likeness. And I think it was seamless. Not seamless. There is still a little bit in the eyes. Yeah, you there's but there's room for improvement for sure on the technology, but for what they did, I thought it was very impressive. He had more lines in Rogue One than he, he does did. in episode four. Yeah. Which was bold, yeah. But and and like the people against it say like they didn't think that he didn't need to be in the movie, but I disagree with that more than anything. I think any gripes with the movie is he needed to be there. Oh, that Admiral character Tarkin has, has to, to be, be there. there. He has to be there. Yeah, he's the Grand Moth and of you, the Imperial it Army. It gives you explanation <clears throat> as to why he's in charge of the Death Star. Come episode yeah, he four, takes it, he takes takes it right from Krennic. That full political move. Yeah, he's overseeing the operation that Krennic's running. Yeah. He's yeah. The, the Emperor's guy. Him mm-hmm. and Vader are the number one and two outside of the Emperor. I want to read that Tarkin book still. It was good. gives background to was a good the, one. the two of them. I still have to read Catalyst. I just, I finished Catalyst. Which I heard is a great companion. It was, it's good. I don't think it's, if you're going to get into like, dig into Star Wars lore, I don't think you need to read it in order to, to make the movie better. I think it makes the movie better, but, but you if you didn't you read it, you're perfectly to. fine. Because a lot of what the biggest complaint people have about Rogue One is Jin Erso and Galen Erso's relationship <clears throat> is not really fleshed out and developed. You, you can't really do that. And the history with Krennic and them is not really developed. It's developed in this book. So mm. when I went into, I didn't even finish the book by the time I saw the movie. Um, I had like a hundred pages left in it or something. <coughs> oh, the sickness. Um, <laughs> but it lends scope into that relationship that they had. So when I was sitting there in the theater, it was like I I just knew more going yeah. into it, which was it's good. It it, it for me it, that part didn't feel underdeveloped because I knew what happened in the novel, you know. Um, that makes sense. But yeah, I recommend reading it. I think it's fun. I think the next one I want to go on to though is Bloodline, especially now sadly with Carrie Fisher's passing. Yeah, that was a big thing that happened. At- yeah. 2016 going out with a fucking bang and it was just took the princess goddamn ruthless on what christmas day 
or was it Boxing Day, the following day? I think it might have been the day after Christmas they announced that she I think passed. you're right. I think you're right. Oh, devastating. Um, you know, and, you know, talking about Rogue One, another digitally animated character, Carrie right Fisher appears right at the very end, says they've given us hope. It's kind of makes me super sad now thinking about it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. Thank you. Yeah, and she, you looked, know. she looked good, too. Uh, I thought, I wish they didn't make her say anything. Because when she said the word hope, that's where it kind of looked, looked wooden. It looked a little more flawed. Yeah, yeah. Like if they just showed her there and like had her smile or something. Mm-hmm. Or just like, I don't know, like almost looked like she was going to speak and then end it. I'd, maybe a little bit better. But people's problems with it, I think, are a little unfounded because they've done it in the Marvel movies. They did it with Michael Douglas. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did it with Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. And I thought it looked good with yeah. them. I mean, it's easier when the person's like still alive or still relatively looks the same. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I think they did a really good job for what they had, and Tarkin was a must in that movie. Yes, I agree. I, that I, had I, to happen. I don't care what anybody says. He, he had to be in that movie. Um. So, yeah. Great film. Ooh. Pulled the toy right out of my hand. Slam it. Um, I loved it. I, I will see it again and again. I want, when it comes out on Blu-ray, you know I'm going to buy it. You yes. know, maybe... They always say how things on a big screen don't like look one way, and then when you buy the DVDs and you watch it on your own TV, it doesn't look as good as you remember because mm. some things are adapted more for large screens than they are for small screens. So I'm wondering how Carrie Fisher and Tar- Tarkin are going to look when I buy the DVD and watch them. I'm hoping that it still holds up the way right now it holds up in my mind. Mm. But when it comes to that stuff, Jack, our buddy Jack, who we took to go see the movie – I don't know, Saturday night, Friday, one of the several yeah. times we saw it opening weekend. He said like it's, and it's exactly spot on. It's really approaching that uncanny Valley mm-hmm. of like, should we be doing this? Mm. Like it, this guy died in 1994. Should we have him alive in this movie? And the, where does yeah. it stop? It, I think it stops there where this made sense because it was a movie that already existed with that actor. Right. And that character was brought back in a fashion where it was so close to the movie that he acted in back in 77 that you couldn't have had somebody else play him. Right. You could, but if you have this technology and it can come across, but I don't want like to see a movie with John Wayne. Like that's brand, exactly like what movie, I was going to say. A brand new movie with John Wayne. A new Western. Like, no, that doesn't, that's, doesn't make any sense yeah. because then who are you paying mm-hmm. that did the acting? You Royalties know, like, to the family? I don't, yeah. I don't so know. So it's it, that kind of stuff... That's an area where I think you don't go. Like right. this is the only where only place it made sense. Yeah, um, I think they fit and they did it classy. Um, they handled it well. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, now like you just mentioned recasting, the last point I want to make about Star Wars with Carrie Fisher's passing, and it said that she wrapped all of her shooting on Episode Eight, the next movie coming out this December. This December, right? Yes. Yeah, I, for some reason I thought it might come out sooner than that. No, it's December. Star Wars dominates December. I, I wish it was coming out in May and then another one was coming if out. If there were two, be beautiful. That's what I want. And I, from what we're hearing, Carrie Fisher's your Princess <coughs> Sickness, Princess Leia is still alive at the end of Episode Eight. Yeah, that was the rumor that I've heard. So then going into Episode Nine, what do you think they should do? It's, reanimate her or recast her? I don't think you reanimate. 
Because you can't just write her off in an opening scroll. Princess Leia's no. died, dead. Yeah. You know. You got to kind of show it. What would it start? Tragedy has befallen the galaxy, uh, blah, blah, blah. Right. General Organa has been assassinated. You know, like, that. not doing the character justice. Uh, I, it's, it's a very tricky situation, but I trust Disney and Lucasfilm that they're going to do the right thing because... Like, I don't know if they, they rewrite certain parts of Episode Eight where she dies at the end now, but then it's going to feel kind of forced because it's like because then Han dies and now Leia dies. And then what what happens moving forward? Luke dies at the end of Nine. Is that what we would assume? I guess. You kill off the whole original cast. Right. But, I mean, I don't think it's necessary. But no. It's definitely a tough decision. And I think ultimately whatever they choose, I'll support if you if they went recasting route, this is the last question I'll give you about Star Wars. If they went the recasting route, who would you want to see play the role? That I have no idea. I and this is only in recent memory because the Golden Globes were recent, like in December or January, probably January. I think definitely January. Yeah. Um, Meryl Streep gave a little tip of the cap. To Carrie Fisher yeah, to her, her uh, good in her friend. speech, which was controversial because of her MMA comments and whatnot, but whatever. Give a shit. But she mentioned, to, you know, to her good friend, how something about it, if life gives you sadness, turn it into art. Yeah, take your broken heart and mend it into and art. Mend it into art. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Um, and knowing the caliber of actor actress that Meryl Streep is, she could disappear into a role, and as like a tip of the cap to Carrie Fisher, I think fans would be okay with a Carrie Fisher uh, yeah. a, uh, a Meryl Streep I, it would have to be either a, a unknown which is tough at that age because that the scrutiny that that actor would yeah or it would have to be with. such a high pro, like a Kate Blanchett or something because she's another one that is a fucking chameleon right because right. you have to have someone that, that can that can resemble her right um, and has to be able to do the character justice and whether or not that means that they're that her role is more limited in nine than it was going to be. That's different. That remains to be seen because yeah. that might be a better route to take. If you do recast to have her role lessened. So you don't see that character as much on screen. And I think yeah. by episode nine, I You'll, don't think she would be part of the story. That she wouldn't much. need to be as much. I'm yeah. hoping though. She has some sort of, um, not like a showdown with Kylo Ren, but I think she needs That's, to have yeah. some scenes or something with Ben because, or else what? They're going to do it in nine with a different actress. I, yeah. I hope at least that they did write that unless they had a plan for nine. But my hope is that it happens in eight. What I 100% don't want, I'll tell you, did you ever see, and I only went to see it out of respect for the actor who had passed. Did you ever see the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? Yeah, that's the one with Heath Ledger, right? That's yes. Yeah. Where he died when the in the middle, in the of, middle filming. of filming and he had filmed which i think is this part is amazing to me and it's actually i i don't know it's like oh everything happens for a reason everything's crafted it's like all right well whatever that aside but this was amazing that he filmed everything the whole movie except for when he enters this like alternate sort of dimension in the, the imaginary which is the imaginarium yeah he filmed everything except the three times he goes in yeah and that's when jude law yep Colin Farrell mm-hmm. and Johnny Depp stepped in and played his character inside the Imaginarium. Because the three different from, Imaginariums. It's from the woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. And like that's her fantasies. Yep. Because And he's wearing a mask and he takes the mask off and he becomes either Colin Farrell, Jude Law, or yeah. Johnny Depp. And mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, that was so well done. To cover it up and for those actors to step up. Yeah. So that, that 
unpaid too. I think. Well done for that movie. I think they did it unpaid. I think so too. I think any of the money went toward the family. Yeah. Uh, for of Heath Ledger, um, I obviously do not want that for Princess Leia. No. <laughs> multiple actors, <laughs> multiple actors. That's what I'm saying. Imagine multiple actors stepping up. Like you get uh, uh, Diane so- That's Diane, Diane Sawyer. Sawyer. Diane what the Keaton. fuck am I saying? Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. Helen Mirren. Meryl Streep. Helen Mirren. Like all Bring these back random Judy Dench. <laughs> actresses to step up. And in each scene, it's a different woman playing Princess Leia in Episode Nine. Somehow in Episode Nine, there's like an alternate reality dimension that Luke taps into in the Force, <laughs> and every time he enters it, that that's what he sees. They revisit Dagobah, but yeah. that tree went fucking the, the, wrong. Yeah, the tree is something gone. happened to the that tree fucking is dead tree. At this point. And now you end up in the Imaginarium of Dr. <laughs> of Dr. Parnassus. Of Dr. Parnassus. <laughs> That's, That's weird... who Snoke is. Snoke <laughs> is actually Dr. Parnassus. Everyone Play, thinks it's Plagueis. Played by Meryl Streep Plagueis and Andy Serkis. Jar Jar. Nope, it's, it's Dr. Parnassus. <laughs> Bring back Christopher Plummer, too. Bring them all back. Um, so, yeah, uh, Rogue One. If you haven't seen it, go see it. If not... Go fuck yourself. Yeah, you, you don't have to Actually, like you don't Wars. even deserve the pleasure. Just fuck off. Yeah. Um... So, you know, returning back to podcasting, something I haven't done, had a chance to do in quite a while. Well, it's hard to speak for a while, too. Yeah, because I I didn't have a voice. I'm still (coughs) battling sickness, apparently. Um, Haven't been able to hit the links. I mean, hitting the links is one of the most fun things to do. I mean, you could do it daily. You don't even need us to have you do it, but, I mean, we do it better than you do. Yeah. So, technically, I guess you you do need us. You mm-hmm. want us. You want and us here we are. to we're hit gonna, the links for you. We're hit the links hard. You got some saved up there for us? I do. I have I have two queued up for us today. <laughs> okay. This one is a, Bring them on. a lovely Cosmopolitan article. Ah, yes. It's going to be about your personal body image and sex. Yeah, trying to make yourself feel better mm-hmm. with sex toys this time. It's 17 sex toy horror stories what that will make fuck? you cringe... Forever. So, like, you're just going to cringe forever. And I apologize for bringing this up. Okay. But it has to be said. All right. 17 of them. I'm going to say I cringe for 10. And they're pretty short. So, we're going to go through all fucking 17. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to cringe for 10. And most of those cringeworthy moments are not going to be because I'm grossed out or disgusted by it. I have a feeling I'm just going to be like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's a stupid And I'm going to rip... Who, before you get into who is the author of this article? Leanna Commons. All right. And this is actually funny. This was published on my wife's birthday, December 9th. All right. Well, apparently, uh, Leanna Commons... Mm. People like to talk to her about, you know, incidents with their sex toys. And, And the main tagline is, during doggy style, he had poor aim and pushed the butt plug up inside me. What? That's the first one? That's just the, the tagline of the article. Oh, my Christ. But if there's one thing I know about Leanna. Is she's very easy to talk to. She, very yeah, she learns my, my my most intimate secrets. And mo- like. And she puts it to paper. I like can cry can. just in a five-second conversation with the girl. She's very nice. She's very nice. So, number one. The guy I was dating bought us a vibrating ring to put on his penis. He has a pretty thick shaft. <laughs> After amazing sex, he went to take it off, and it was stuck. It would not come off him. So we tried using lotion, and it still wouldn't move, and his penis was starting to turn purplish from losing circulation. Luckily, he trusted me with scissors to cut it off. (laughs) That is brutality. I would never let anybody come near me with scissors. No, no. Like, in general, I don't like when people approach me with scissors. I say, you leave it on the table. 
and I'll go get them. Leave the room, and I'll come over and get the scissors. You're, not, sec- you're not coming near my dick with a pair of scissors. Those 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 vibrating cock, cock rings. rings. I guess where it goes right down to the to right the down base. to the shaft. To the base of that thick shaft of the man. Turn your own dick into a vibrator. Turn it, turn it purple, baby. You're you're just you're like the Flash. The at purple, that point. the purple pussy eater. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I don't think I cringed during that one. No, that no, one was no, just no, fucking no. stupid. Oh, Next one. I was expecting something bad to happen with the scissors. So yeah, two, I thought like a dick cut off. That would have made me cringe. My husband and I got a couple's bag from a local sex shop, and couples it came with bag? one of those vibrating egg things that you control with a remote. We had used it a couple of times, but it was pretty cheap. We were messing around with it, and I kept feeling this pinch that wouldn't quit. (laughs) Then, all of a sudden, an awful jolt went through me, because apparently one of the wires was frayed and exposed, literally shocking my vagina. (laughs) So stupid. That's it? That's no, it. No, I'm just laughing. I did not cringe at that one either. Stupid. It was fucking exposed wire. No, I, I'm. I want horror stories. These these are no good. Me and my shock wire. This is the one. This was the tagline. Me and my ex boyfriend were using a butt plug while cat and house sitting. That's you know you're supposed to be watching the cat in the house, not having butt yeah, plugs. Get the fucking perverts out of my house. There it is. During doggy style, he had poor aim, and pushed the butt plug up inside me. The base was small. That was a, it. Was an intro plug. I essentially had to go to the toilet and poo it out. <laughs> I like how you use the word poo. Yeah, poo it out. Like I had to poop it out. Why Why say poo it out? I had to poo it out. Do you know anyone who says poo it? No. Poo, poo it? Nobody poo, would go, poo. I have to go poo. Potent, potent potables. Potent potable. Poo, poo. It almost sounds like something you would say to your dog. Like, go poo. Go take a poo. Well, they were doing doggy style, so maybe. I guess. Luckily, right. me and my ex were super chill. <laughs> and we were laughing about it while I sat on the toilet. This is from an 18-year-old. So wait, were these people... This is from an 18-year-old. Yeah, that's... And this is an ex-boyfriend. Concerning. And they were very... They were so chill. Yeah. So chill. Oh, they're so chill. The chillest people I've ever had the pleasure So these 18-year-olds were asked to cat and And dog sit and ended up... They were watching someone's house. Fucking... They were watching someone's house and their cat. They were doing some butt play. With butt plugs at the person's house. So I hope whoever knows Sophie who's 18, I hope if you ever let somebody named Sophie who's 18 watch your house, you know that they were having sort of anal adventures. You'd have to assume that it's probably like an older woman who's not very savvy with the internet and just like, oh, sure, I'll give you $20 to babysit my cats. And my cats and my house. I have one rule. Don't do any sort of anal butt play. Yeah. You got it. Well, it it. says he had bad aim. He had bad aim. I refuse to accept that as the truth. No, he wanted to. He intentionally just. He was like, I'm so fucking chill. I'm I'm so fucking. I'm chill. This girl's chill. We're fucking doing this. Damn, we chill, son. We so chill. Oh, God. Number four. Go poo. My boyfriend and I have always been fairly vanilla with our sex, save for a few nights where we role played. About a year ago, I decided to buy some toys a vibrating cock ring, butt plug, something to have fun with. I've never been a fan of butt stuff, but my boyfriend loves it, so I'm always down to go along. We did our thing, played with the toys, but when it was time to clean up, I pulled the butt plug out, and I pooped. That's the right way to say it. And I pooped, and I'm, that one made me cringe. Pooped. I'm going to give it one. Everywhere, all over myself, our bed, pillows, the floor. He turned green and ran out of our bedroom. We laugh about it now, but like I still Hulk? cringe. She's, this is a 21-year-old. 
Ugh. Ran out of our bedroom. So, all right. I guess college apartment? College. It's got to be know. college. But you, before you get into that, you have to know these things. You have to know these you things. You got bullets in the chamber. That's a... I know when I have to That's shit. a relatively common knowledge, I feel like, that that's always a risk. Like, you got to, like, take precautions. That one... That one... All right. So far, what is that? Number one of four? four? 25% cringeworthy. Okay. I cringed for <clears throat> one because... I think I'm more cringy that, that the, the boyfriend room. ran out of the room. What a fucking pussy. I don't know because they said <clears throat> he turned green. So I'm wondering, like, is he Bruce Banner? Oh, he, like it made just him like, so angry. I hate shit. Why did you take the butt plug out? You're and not going to like me when you shit. He ran out of the room before he could harm her. And then she was just left there to clean up I all guess that I, shit. I, I'm the asshole. All that he shit. He was just being a good person and not trying to kill her. The Hulk. Yeah. Number five. My cop boyfriend at the time and I were using cop? his handcuffs. Cock. Cock? My boyfriend? cop boyfriend. Uh, sorry, cop. Cop. Uh, With a P. The, that's a hard P. Oh, they were using his handcuffs from work one night in bed. Oh, thanks. Thanks for using your uh, the tax dollars that go to your handcuffs. Yeah, that they're only good for so long. You're using them for fucking. I use this gun as well. You sick fuck. Somehow got lost in the mist of everything. The key, along with it, (coughs) his partner cop had to come unlock the cuffs, which made for a great joke at the station. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fucking joke at the police station. Good for you, Tristan. Tristan. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Vomiting. Not a cr- that's not a cringeworthy one. No, though. no, that's just stupid. Yeah. A couple of months ago, I was using a cock ring with this guy. This is this is a pretty cock popular ring. thing. I've, I need to go buy a cock ring. I need ring. to get a cock ring. Johnny cock ring. Johnny cock ring. I was using a cock ring with Your this rebuttal. guy. I was <laughs> hooking up with. Instead of so you you're just having a random ho- hookup and you have a cock ring. That one like. Oh, I'm going to use this on you. Oh, hey, I know. We this is our one night stand, but hey, you, I'm gonna put this cock I'm ring on. I'm gonna put this cock ring on you. It's gonna be great. You understand? You understand Fucking what I'm talking four. about? I'm one of what... these two people has an STD. I hope so. Instead of putting it on his dick, we took the vibrating part out. He was holding it on my clit when we were going at it. He somehow dropped <laughs> the vibrator, it. but it was dark in the room and I couldn't find it. I could feel it vibrating on the bed. I got up, but was so confused because I could feel it vibrating while I was standing butt ass naked on the bed. I then realized it somehow slipped inside me without me noticing. I freaked out and tried squatting. <laughs> <laughs> you broke character on that one. Because <laughs> uh, you could just picture it. You had the good romance yeah, novel yeah. voice going until, yeah. <laughs> until then. Squatting. I, <laughs> I freaked out and tried squatting, but I couldn't get it out, so I made him try. While he was getting it out of me, I noticed my hands were sticky. After he got it out, he said his hands were sticky too. I turned on the light, and our hands were covered in blood. (laughs) I had gotten my period during sex, and it was all over his hands, my hands, and the cock ring. He told me it wasn't a big deal, but I was still mortified. (laughs) So, See, I thought that was going to be something where she actually got physically harmed and was bleeding. It was... It was vibrating inside her and just tearing just like her uterus. Tear, like, hey, that's a that's a cock ring. That's a giant. Something that's cock just gonna ring. drill through everything inside. Nope, still not cringeworthy. That just was dumb. Bailey. That was Bailey, age twenty. So Bailey, 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 Bailey's bagels. Number seven. I bought my vibrator. God damn it, advertisements! I bought my vibrator with me when I deployed because, duh, I was afraid of coming back home with it. What? I brought my vibrator with me when I deployed because, duh, I was afraid of coming back home with it, though, because we, this is not written correctly at all, 
blah, blah, blah. I didn't want to leave it behind, so I shipped it home to a friend along with some other stuff, and I said I'd pick it up when I got back. Well, I forgot to take the batteries out, so when I got to her house, it was vibrating. When she gave me the box, she said, sorry, I had to open it because something was making noise. I didn't think anything of it when I got home and realized what it was. I was mortified. Melissa, you're an idiot. So you so. just mailed a <clears throat> vibrator to your friend. That's not cringeworthy, though. That's just, no. like, embarrassing. Yeah. Like, like, I guess that you should be cringe. That's, that's not a horror story. But it's not that's that not bad. A horror story has to be in the act. Yeah. If you're going to make me cringe, <clears throat> it's got to be like Meet the Fockers, the pool volleyball scene. Oh, yeah. Where he well, that spikes whole, the that ball whole movie. and hits the girl in the face. That whole movie, That really. is embarrassing and cringeworthy to the point where I can't watch it. To, that to, story, yeah. not so much. To this day, my father cannot watch those movies. I almost can't. He said they, they are too awkward and he just he gets too mad. He's like, <laughs> he's like I can't laugh. Mad. He's like, I can't laugh. Right. Your dad would laugh at a vibrator in a box. Yes, obviously. Vibrator in a box. Mm. For Valentine's Day, I ordered a butt plug to surprise my boyfriend. The part that stuck outside my butt was a little candy heart shape that said, <laughs> do me. It was really cute, and I was excited. We go to dinner, and I'm nervous, so I drink an entire bottle of wine, go upstairs when we get home, and just shove it in. The bottle? The foyer, the bottle of wine? The bottle of wine or the butt plug with the heart shape that says, do me? Mm. I guess we'll find out after these messages. Then we start to have sex. I bend over, and he loves it, and everything goes smoothly. But that's not where it ends. Mm, Afterward, never does. I was scared to take it out because I didn't want to shit everywhere. That's another, another more acceptable one. way. Yeah, that's shit everywhere. If she said poo, poo everywhere, I would have been pissed. I didn't want to shit everywhere. So we got in the shower and I pulled it out and my butt made this super loud pop like a balloon. My boyfriend loses it laughing at me. And now that's all he remembers about it. I went out of my way to do something special for him, and all he talks about is this fucking huge pop my butt made. <laughs> Sorry, Nicole, age 22. You probably, did you just fart in front of him? Is that what it was? I guess, like when you pop like, a cork. Yeah, when you take it out of yeah. like a, a bottle of wine. And, it's, and uh, you're in the shower, so it's wet. Yeah, I've opened several bottles of wine in the shower. It makes right? a very loud pop. And it's when wet. You do that. Yeah. Everything's louder when it's wet. That's true. Not cringeworthy. No, I, it's kind of entertaining, but she got, it would be better. She's if the, a little too mad if at the him. heart doomy piece that hangs out of her butt, as she described, was actually one of those shitty chalk candies that you could eat afterwards. As long as you don't, oh, shit like the be as long my, as you don't mine and shit. Like yeah, that. as long as you don't poo all over it. Yeah, well, that's that's the danger. That's the danger of. At least she didn't take a shit. Number nine, I got my first sex toy in the mall, or sorry, in the mail, because in the mall that would be kind of weird. Yeah, that'd be strange. Around. It's not like Spencer's at the Smith Haven Mall. And I was super excited to test it out right away. I'd already bought the right batteries. <laughs> I guess you were prepared with the right batteries. So when I put them in, I pushed the buttons to start the vibrating magic. Oh, the magic. Except it didn't vibrate. I opened my vibrator back up and tried to see if something was wrong with the batteries. I tried to take them out, but they were stuck. After one hour of shaking it, banging it on a pillow and fidgeting to get the batteries out, what's I was going so on in there? That I called my mother for help. <laughs> she was kind of weirded out, but actually managed to get the batteries out. To this day, nobody knows about this but me and her. Aw, I'm gonna give that one a cringe. Nineteen-year-old Penny. I'm, oh, oh, I'm giving that one a cringe. Hey, mom, that one's super weird. <laughs> mom, can you take the batteries in my vibrator? They're stuck. <laughs> They're stuck. Help me out, ma. When was the last time you used it? I haven't been able to use it yet. 
That's brand I'm, new. I'm not happy. Number 10. I was using Benoit balls and they <laughs> what got the stuck. Fuck? Chris Benoit, Benoit balls? Benoit balls? Yeah, they're going to... They're Jack Morrow, this is a public service announcement just for you. <laughs> just for you, Jack. I was using Benoit, Benoit balls, Benoit. which we're going to have to look up. That might I'm have to be Google part of right now. That might have Benoit to be part of the, the same way as the wrestler. Ben space W A space balls, space space balls, space balls. Merchandising, and they got stuck. I know it's fairly common, but I was freaking out. I googled everything and tried everything until my boyfriend finally helped me get it out. I was so embarrassed. Then a couple of weeks later, I tried again. And it happened again. I learned my lesson. I should have bought the ones with the string. Erica, age 20. So Benoit balls, those go in your ass? I don't know. Yeah, I'm like confused as to what she's telling or us. Or they go in the vajij. Wait, you said B-E-N-W-A? Yeah, but a space in between those. Yeah. Benoit balls. Valentine's Day deal at adamandeveshop.com. Cool. cool. I just clicked images and I'm concerned. They just look like little fucking metal balls. Yeah, I know the ones with the strings, but I guess you can put them in either hole. Any hole you want. Ben Is this ball. just like a steel? Yeah. <laughs> it's just to stimulate, just I guess. This, this image, this like caricature image that I'll show that's, a, you. that's awesome. That's incredible. Right? Yeah, yeah. That, this picture will be saved and put on the NTPOS podcast.com it website will, of course because that is fucking incredible that you guys picture. are going to be big fans of that okay that's apparently apparently benoit balls <clears throat> are just steel balls steel balls Continue. i think i have them they're called whiskey stones yeah and i drink whiskey and i drink whiskey <laughs> with my benoit balls <laughs> they're probably cheaper number 11 after a lot of pleading my girlfriend agreed to some snm anal play with me she tied me up gagged me and lubed up a big dildo <laughs> How much did this guy plead with her? I think this is a girl. I have to plead with her. I think this is a woman. Oh, like a girl and a girl? No, this is a guy. Uh, Never mind. Unless, uh, we'll see. Keep going. We'll see. A big dildo, and I put emphasis on big because it's in italics and motherfucking advertisements. Okay. It was taking way too much effort to insert it, but because I was gagged, I could not communicate this. Mm. I started to writhe, and still not sure how, the dildo got twisted and just disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) it was agony she needed to get me to emergency care i lay (laughs) i laid across the back seat as she was driving but she gets pulled over speeding and has to explain the whole thing the police were helpful after radioing the station for advice and discussing the matter with three or four colleagues who happened to be passing they eventually called in the fire brigade an ambulance who both sent out a crew to come and help I, all right, so that one, it is somewhat cringeworthy, but that does almost fit the title of this article, A Horror Story. That's a that horror just story. went from bad to worse. That's I, a I'm going to give that one a third. That That's a horror story. <coughs> oh, man. Number yeah, 12. that one's brutal. Number 12. We're hitting the home stretch. I was using a pink flexible rubber butt plug that had what loop is with at the, the butt end plugs? with a former friend with benefits. One night. A former friend with benefits, but now you're hooking up with him again, so he's still a friend with benefits. But he, they're not friends anymore. They just fuck each they're other. They're just beneficial. Okay. To one, another. one night, he had it in while doing me from behind. And when he was done, he was very quiet, which was very unlike him. He politely asked me to push out. I was so confused, but I did it anyway. But when I pushed out, I passed gas really loud and not great smelling gas. I turned to look at him, and he was swatting the smell away. 
I was humiliated at that point, but he asked me to do it again. Finally, after a few minutes, he got it out and explained that the plug had gone all the way in. (laughs) He had used too much lube, and the more he grabbed and tried to pull it out, the deeper inside me it went. You got to squat. I thought that was going to turn into like a fucking weird fetish thing. That's why I, I think I have to give it a cringe, because when he said to do it again... I thought it was like a weird. Part I thought it was fetish. gonna be a weird fetish thing. Like that's why I, I definitely cringed when you got to that yeah. point. Ultimately, I kind of I'm gonna give it because an honorable mention. Honorable honorable mention. Okay, what are we on? Thirteen. Thirteen. Lucky the first 13. time my boyfriend and I tried pegging, which I think is when the chick gives it to the guy. Which was that other story? Yeah. Okay. We stupidly used a butt plug as opposed to a dildo on the harness. The shape of a butt plug is not conducive to moving in and out at speed. We ended up in an extremely messy position. Zero details, Emily. Fuck That was you. it? Yep. You're fucking stupid. <clears throat> Get out of here. 14. I was curious about using a dildo since I hadn't been with anyone in a while. So I purchased a less than pricey one from Spencer's. Hey, Spencer's. This Get your dildos. Brought, brought to you by Spencer's. Which Sponsor I'm sure was my first problem. So Spencer is not the best sex toys. I had washed it with an unscented soap and water as directed. I used it fine. It was odd, but it worked. The second I took it out, it was like someone poured hot sauce in my vagina. <coughs> my vagina was burning and hurt more than I've ever felt before. I got in the shower and just kept rinsing it with cold water. I got out I and put a bit... just imagine feverishly washing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly, I got in the shower, kept rinsing it with cold water. I got out and put a bag of ice on it until the burning stopped. I'd never been so scared. I immediately threw it out. Okay, that's just that just is funny. Yeah, that one. I didn't cringe at all. Yeah, I, I, I laughed. I apologize. Okay. Fifteen. My Three boyfriend. More. My boyfriend at the time and I were using a vibrator. It was the type where a metal part vibrated. It was an attached rubber part that you could wrap around the part of your finger and use it like that. Wow, that was confusing. Yeah. While he was fingering me, think about there. <laughs> while he was fingering, she uses the wrong term. While while he was knuckle dunking me with it, the metal oval part came out and the rubber part inside of me. As soon as I realized what happened, I panicked and clenched all of my pelvic muscles, making it really hard to retrieve. After about ten minutes, he finally fished it out. Poor choice of words. Yeah, very poor choice. That reminds the, me of marlin fishing, eh, Larry? Huh? Yeah, I bet she <laughs> smells like fish. <laughs> The fit, the it's not even so much the story that was cringeworthy, it was like the wording to fish it out, like you just said. Yeah, that's not that. I'm not giving that one a cringe. No, no, just you know, use your words more carefully. Number 16. I had recently received a bullet vibrator from my sorority sister and decided to use it one night as foreplay, like it's a shape of an actual bullet. I suppose, I guess they're just the really small ones that you just hold, there. like a sniper bullet, a bullet. He was on top of me, making out and using the vibrator against my clit. I never closed my eyes when kissing. So I realized when his eyes got really wide, he stopped kissing me. And I kept asking him, what? Why are you looking at me that way? He said, your vibrator. It went up your vagina and I can't reach it. I've fallen and I can't get up. When I got up to turn the light on, I felt a slight buzz inside me. I started to cry. I started to panic. (laughs) But when he said he was going to make sure he get got it out, out what a fucking, out. what a knight in shining armor. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I get this You're out. You're going to stay calm. I'm going to get the vibrator We're going to handle this. <laughs> he kept fingering me really rough, 
trying to reach for it. What but that the? only shoved it up further. <laughs> <laughs> I tried squatting. That tried hey, and the true. Squatting, the squatting tried is and the true, way to go. baby. I put my leg up on my desk and tried to reach in for it myself. After 20 minutes, I decided I needed to go to the hospital. But then he told me to lie down and he would take care of it. He turned on his iPhone flashlight and had me lay in birthing position with my legs as close to my ears as possible. I put a pillow over my face and tried to make a pushing motion as he reached in. Full fist. And then, voila, it was out. This one just left a V, age 22. Victoria. You're 22, Victoria. Victor. Victor. Victoria. Hello, Victoria. Getting whole fist in vagina. Good for you, That one felt long-winded and lost my attention. That was terrible. Yeah. Get out of here. That was terrible. And this is the last one? This is the last one. This is how we're going to close it out. This better be fucking good or Cosmo's going to get a letter. (laughs) Leanna Commons is going to get a fucking letter. When I got my first vibrator nearly a year ago, I went for a chic lipstick-shaped bullet. That was as inconspicuous as possible. Oh, hey, can I borrow your lipstick? <clears throat> nope. No. Oh, I just hey, need uh, a little bit. Hey, Dad, can we borrow a lipstick? Nope. Nope. No lipstick available. No lipstick available. Now it's your problem. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and now my clit's not stimulated. Now it's your problem. <laughs> During this time, I lived with my parents and two younger sisters who love to borrow my makeup. Sean, I think, I think we hit the clit right on the head here. I think we did. One day while I was tidying up my room, I stashed my vibrator in the drawer where I kept all my old makeup. Yeah, that's Real smart. Real fucking smart. Yeah, good job, genius. Super bad. We all know that's yeah, not where you hide yeah. your lipstick vibrators. Super bad idea because my little sister decided she wanted to dig through that drawer. And what did she find? A lipstick that she'd never seen before. Oh, what a cute lipstick, she said as she opened it. Then she realized it was no ordinary lipstick. So embarrassing. I will never buy another lipstick-shaped vibrator as long as I live, no matter how cute they are. This was H. Triple H. Triple H. No. That was 17 of them. Only four of them actually made me cringe. And most of them had to do with poo. That's barely 25%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Leanna, you're very good at getting people to talk to you. I'm curious how she got all these people to say these stories. Just like she put a Craigslist out. Yeah. Need honest people willing Need to tell me stories. about sex, cringeworthy sex horror stories. Please. please. Sex toy horror stories. Sex, sex toy. Very specifically. Stories. American sex toy horror. Mm, Wait, the new American, series on FX. American sex toy horror story? Yeah, that would be American sex toy horror story. On FX. X. 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 That'll be a show. That'll be a show. I mean, that one was kind of like. That was, that was a little bit of a letdown, yeah. But, but still, some entertaining stuff. That there were some entertaining talk. things there. Just laughing at at some stupidity. Um, I think that's good. I think we should round it off there for for hitting the. Links. I mean, we hit those links hard. Yeah, that yeah. was a link that you got. I mean, you hit it right over the head, like we said. Yeah, we really hit them links. Um, but I think that'll that'll probably about do it for today. I mean, we we got another podcast coming up in a in a week or so. Uh, we got, yeah, talk some Star Wars, which I'm always happy to do. Hit the links and talk about stupid people's sex stories, which is going to be entertaining every single time. Um, and I think we need some time to still process this. Uh, you know, yesterday we, we ended up with a new president, President Donald J. Trump. Um, so maybe when, as we get later in the week, we'll see if there's anything that 
happens in his first week mm-hmm. in office, which I think he came out saying he's he's not like started like Monday will be day yeah, one. Taking the weekend off, like he gets weekends off. Taking as the president. weekend off. Yeah, I gotta take a couple days. Yeah. I need a, I need a few days. He's working on a teacher um, schedule. So we'll see. You know, mid mid of the middle of the week after Raw SmackDown, the the home shows leading into the Rumble. We'll talk about some wrestling. We'll make our Wrestle our WrestleMania. No, our Royal Rumble Royal predictions. And then we'll talk about our new president, Donald J. Trump. Yeah, we'll give see. a give him some time. You know, you can't when you when you watch the inauguration, you can't gauge oh. how he's going to be as a president. No, because I hate I those. hate that whole process anyway. Yeah. I think it's so antiquated. There's too much shit going on. Too many the the, the religious people up there speaking. Here's a ceremony. It's here's like, a speech. Here's a luncheon. Like now enough, you say goodbye. Enough. Now you go to a dinner. And then an awkward dance with yeah. the wife that like they have no chemistry together. It's it just fi- it they probably weird. have some sex toy horror. And then stars. The, and the song that they danced to was "My Way," fucking Frank Sinatra. Hard did it, Ma? Come way. on, like, Derek Jeter did like, that. I'm, I refuse to watch that. But like. Derek Jeter had that video before, before like he retired. But I feel like that's like a childish. That's a childish song to dance to with your wife. He's an egotistical maniac. That's a childish song, but um, that's the least of my. Worries. I bet you Donald and Melania have some sex toy horror stories. Oh well, she's she's every one of those could make me. Cringe. She's only using sex toys and with other men. There's they, no way they don't sleep together. They could tell two stories and I would cringe seventeen or four stories yeah. and I would cringe seventeen times. They don't sleep together. She was just a surrogate for his new yeah. children. Knows it. Um, so yeah, you can't really base a new presidency entire. Like I've been watching all the swearing in ceremony, mm. not ceremonies, but you know where they sit in front of the the committee, oh, the, 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 the Senate, committee hearings, and they just get fucking drilled. By oh, by yeah. senators on both sides. Some of them got fucking lambasted. But even some of those are like hard to watch because it's a Democratic senator going at the candidate, mm-hmm. trying to get them to say something, and then the next Republican senator comes up and he's not really asking questions. He's just defending him and attacking the Democrat who just went. It makes it's zero just sense. this yeah. childish game of tennis. Yeah. Where it's like, are we really learning about this human being? No. It, is the public learning about this human being? Or are you just yeah. attacking each other and working on your own agendas yeah. they're, on they're, both sides? They're there to answer questions. And then if they don't answer the questions, they don't get reprimanded. The guy who was asking the questions gets reprimanded. They give the it's same like, what you, it's like, what rhetorical bullshit. Yeah. It's, it's mostly filibuster, too. When they yeah. hit, get hit with the hard questions... It's mostly just yeah, full because filibuster. They don't, because they don't have to answer the questions. They get like two, like each senator gets like two minutes. Yeah. I don't, it's fucking dumb. So I've been listening to all of those. The only one, and we'll get into it next week. I think we're running long on time here. Mm. We'll get into it next week. Betsy DeVos, the, the Department of Education, which you're Bomb. a teacher. Bomb. You must be a little concerned about yeah, that. Yeah, you got to watch out for those grizzly bears. Folks. Yeah, that's why we need guns in schools. You got to watch out for the grizzlies. <laughs> They're fucking... coming out of the woods, folks. Thoughts be a thoughts. They're coming out they're of the woods. They're coming out of the woods. Those grizzly bears, they're out of hibernation. They're out for blood. Well, they are grizzly. They are gri- They are grizzly. <laughs> Johnny, they are grizzly. Um, they're coming out of hibernation. They smell the period blood. And now they're coming. <laughs> they're coming. They want the blood. <laughs> they want that blood. That's what you need an AK. <laughs> you need an AK in your locker. They just go all the students need to carry them. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We'll see. I don't think even a president can get a whole lot done in the first week, but you know the no. the attention is still going to be on them. Uh, there's tons of protests all throughout the country. Yeah, today, in fact, they have all the women marching all over the world, really. Right, and it's it's actually really nice to see, and it, and it's all peaceful. And that was another thing. Peaceful yesterday. protests. People are, were complaining yeah. about the protests yesterday, but there was just a very small 
a small section where there was violent protesting, and they weren't even the people that were organizing the protest. They yeah, were, that they were always like those, happens. They were like those yeah. anarchists that just want to break shit because they want an excuse to do it. Doesn't to do matter it. what's yeah. happening. Yeah, and uh, they're not on yeah. message. Yeah, with they're not the on message at all. They're just. And there's actually been briefings that have been uh, put out today by the the uh, police chief of D.C. and saying that like 95 percent of the protests have were peaceful. Yeah, like, it, was, sure. it was like really it was just a really small section of it. But that gets blown up by the media because it will what, get blown up because yeah. that's what you, they want to delegitimize everyone's point. And of that's view. that's a problem I have. I, I if if you are one of those protesters and you feel the need to have your voice heard and you think that's the the right way to go about it. Go for it, you know, do your thing. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you, I think the Republican Party or, or anybody who those protesters are solely based against, their game plan when dealing with this is eventually the protesters are going to tire out. Yep. I hope if, if you were that passionate about this, don't tire out. You know, stay relentless, keep doing your thing, keep it peaceful. But I just have to think like, you know, Occupy Wall Street, that fizzled out after a yeah. couple months. I hope, you know, they tried to stay strong. I wouldn't be surprised if this does as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get more into this and the Donald Trump presidency next week. Uh, as for now, you could find Anthony Tuan Paolo's writings, the beat writer, his, uh, articles up on the NTPOS podcast.com. You could find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search NTPOS podcast and we will be the one who arrives for you. Uh, as we begin 2017, getting back into the swing of recording on a same, weekly basis. Same old shit selves, though. Same old episodes five title, you know, new year, same old shit <laughs> self. Uh, we'll try to bring some a few new things to the podcast uh, in the coming weeks as we develop and work on that kind of stuff. But uh, for the most part, it's just going to be us, uh, same old shitty, no talent pieces of shit. Yeah, that's so, us. Mediocre. Um, yeah, anything you want to plug? My butt. That's fair. With, we a heart, did a whole, with, a, with a heart-shaped thing that says doobie. That says doobie on it. Doobie. That's about it. That's where we're going to leave you today. <laughs> doobie, doobie, do. <laughs> Give us a like, share. Find us on all those uh, you know platforms that I just mentioned. And uh, Anthony Tuan Paolo, is, as our champion, is supposed to lead us out, but he's not here. He always likes to respect the silence. As we all do. As we do. And he's just not going to say it. He's just going to live it. See you next time. Idiot, the piece of shit! Never be anything! Never!